Hoo-ha! Hoo-ha! Welcome to Bombin's Breakdown! Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, that was kind of a weak Pacino. I'm working that was, on that one. That was Pacino? Yeah, that was terrible. I feel like we should start it over again, like maybe with like Matthew McConaughey or something, you know? <laughs> no, but you're a realist, so just, yeah, that's... Ah, uh, jeez. You're good, you're good. His Pacino's not too good, man. It's all right. I mean, a guy can only do so much, you know what I'm saying? It just makes yeah. me want to drink more coffee. He can only do so much. Well, I just always remember that from, uh, you know, I think that was Scent of a Woman. Which you still haven't seen? I don't no, know why I, you haven't I, seen that movie with Chris O'Donnell. Who? I, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go buy the movie Ted because I've already seen it in the movie theater. I thought it was funnier than hell. I'm gonna. I just buy watched it. it last night. It's funny you mentioned that. My brother and his wife uh, were in town this weekend, and uh, they had never seen it. I was like, we have to rent this movie. <laughs> Because it is friggin' it's so bad, hysterical. But it's so funny. Yeah, my mom didn't. Uh, she didn't. She doesn't enjoy the uh, like sometimes some of the dirtier, the dirtier humor. She's like, Mike, this is awful. Like when the kids, the kids charge at him, the deranged kids yeah. charging at him, and he just punches him in the face and knocks him out. And he's like, somebody had to do it. Yeah. And my mom's like, Mike, this is terrible. I was like, and then I was like, Mom, have a sense of humor. I didn't even oh, miss, I didn't miss a beat. But anyway, folks, yes, this is Mike Bauman of Bauman's Breakdown. Uh, sorry, I don't have a good Pacino. All right, so sue me, okay? Sue me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm excited to be back again with you guys this week. And uh, I overslept today, so... Yeah, I, so you've put my day in jeopardy. So now... Uh, in jeopardy, <laughs> baby. That's a friggin' awesome song. I haven't heard that in forever. Greg Kinband. Jeopardy, Jeopardy. That's that's who sings that. That's an awesome song. Greg Kinn, yeah. That's yeah. some good stuff yep. right there, yep. buddy. But uh, but yeah. So actually, it, maybe it'll be a blessing in disguise because I, I might sound a little bit more energized. But <laughs> um, but yes, I did. I overslept. I worked all weekend, and then uh, I'm still trying to work on breaking my night owl tendencies. Because those of you out there who are listening who work second shift, uh, you know what that you know what that routine is like. You get off of work. And even though you just worked all day, you can't just go home and take a shower and go straight to bed. You're wired, and then you're up till, you know, in my case, when I work till 11, I'm up till like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and, and even though this weekend I wasn't working my second shift hours, my brother and his wife were in town. Saturday night I had my buddy's uh, uh, bachelor party, except it wasn't really a bachelor party because his wife-to-be and all her friends were on the party bus with us. Uh, so it was it was fun, but it was uh, it was also kind of one of those weekends that it was it was uh, a long weekend. I'm happy I got to spend time with my my brother and his wife, but uh, but yeah. So I am alive and well and in the flesh. And speaking of alive and well, I'm so excited for this week's episode because it is uh, a short interview. This one's a quickie this week. Actually, this is the shortest interview that we've ever had on here. And in retrospect, he was such a cool guy and such a nice guy. I wish I would have uh, um, you know, asked a few more questions and made it a little bit longer than what it ended up being. But for the content you are getting, I still think it is, uh, it, it's going to translate well to this. And, um, you know, and instead of having an hour episode, you'll have a, a quick one. You know, you can do it while you're jogging or running or uh, <laughs> running from, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe you're at the park and you're, you're running from your problems, so to speak. And then hopefully this interview will bring you back down to earth. I don't know. Um, that was deep. It was deep. It was deep. 
Well, because think about it. If you're exercising, you're compensating for something, right? I mean, it's more than just staying in shape. I mean, that's true. In my case, it's like it, it helps me with the the mental focus and sure. it helps you, you know, bring you back down to earth a little bit and kind of you get those endorphins going and you relax a little bit. And, you know, I need to get back into a routine. I used to do upper two days a week, lower two days a week, and then I would do you know, stretching and, and I just, I've been not good about that lately. So that's my new year's resolution to get my skinny butt in shape. But anyway, uh, I'm, I'm excited about this one because, uh, as I was saying before I derailed my own self, um, normally it's Mikey doing that. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Mike Jamison, he's here, everybody. Good, good, good day to you. Good day to you. Yeah, that's it. Good day. Good. That's happy holidays too. That's yeah. Heck yeah, man. Um, but, but this one, I was kind of, you'll be able to tell in the interview at the beginning, I said sort of like three times in the first question, cause I was kind of jittery. I was kind of, I was a little nervous about this one. And that is because I talked to uh, a guy from a band that I have followed for a very, very long time. And, uh, I have a lot of respect for, and that is one kill switch engage. You know them, you love them. If you don't love them, I don't know what you're listening to. But uh, Kill Switch Engage came through Toledo as part of their tour for Alive or Just Breathing, which, as you all know, is the landmark album that really helped change the face of modern metal as we know it when it came out in 2002. And uh, as you also know, former vocalist Howard Jones, uh, they split ways with him at uh, the beginning of the year, pretty much, uh, in 2012. And it was, from, from everything that I've read and from what, you know, what the guys said and, and what Howard said, it was kind of an amicable split. So uh, definitely wish that dude well because he's got one of the most amazing voices I've ever heard. And uh, he's one of those guys that can he can scream, he can sing, and, and he brought so much to the table for Kill Switch. So I hope uh, whatever's going on with him that uh, we will see him again uh, somewhere behind the mic for somebody. And I'm sure we will. But uh, Jesse came back into the band. Jesse Leach, uh, who was part of Alive or Just Breathing, and penned uh, a lot of what you hear on there and, and, and had so much to do with uh, where Killswitch inevitably ended up getting, which was at the top of the metal forefront, you know, and, and at the turn of the century, pop punk and new metal were sort of what were reigning the day. And those guys came in and uh, said, well, screw that. We're going to do our own thing. And lo and behold, uh, they ended up not only treading their own path, but sort of you know, forging a, a path for a lot of other people to follow. And there have been a lot of people who have who have taken sort of their strong song structure and the quote-unquote metalcore sound and incorporated it into their music. So it was uh, it was really fun to uh, to talk to Mike uh, D, the bassist for Killswitch Engage, for this particular story that I did for the Toledo Free Press. And as I said, man, he was so nice and so cordial. I, I wish I would have... Uh, uh, you know, asked him a few more questions and try to keep him longer. It was one of those things where we did the interview on the tour manager's phone. So I didn't, I didn't know. It was like, ah, I don't know how much battery this guy's got. You know, me, yeah. I worry about everything else. Right. And I start thinking like, oh man, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to last. I'll just try to, I'll, I'll ask everything that, that I definitely want for the story. And, and, uh, and, and Mike was in, incredibly awesome. And they came through Toledo on December 9th, and uh, it was quite the show. Uh, I did not get a chance to, to meet him in person. These guys are playing basically every night or every other night for Alive or Just Breathing. But this is the 10-year Annie, and they're doing a run right now with Shadows Fall and Decaro. 
And if you haven't had a chance to check it out, make sure you go to facebook.com slash skillswitchengage to check it out. But without further ado, I want to shut the heck up and give you this puppy. Like I said, it's a, it's a quickie, but it's a goodie. This is Mike D., the bassist from Kill Switch Engage. Uh, the first thing I want to ask you uh, is just uh, what's it been like within sort of the last year to sort of have, you know, the changes you guys have had and sort of come in full circle with Alive or Just Breathing? Right, well, um, you know, we weren't sure what was going to happen with the band. Uh, things were kind of up in the air. Um, and then uh, we started to try out for a new singer, and Jesse popped up and said he was real interested, so it made a lot of sense. Uh, so we got him uh, in for a tryout, and he completely blew us away. It was uh, better than we could have ever expected, and he was doing the Howard tunes, he was doing his tunes, everything sounded exactly like they needed to be. So uh, we were overjoyed at that point that we could actually continue and still be a band and do this thing uh, properly, and uh, that was a major change right there. Then uh, recording the new record, uh, Jesse really came with all guns a blazing, so we're super stoked, just finished all the vocals on that. And now we're out touring on the Alive or Just Breathing record, something that we wanted to do all year, but just didn't have the capacity to do, uh, just based on uh, the changing of the guards and whatnot and the, the record that was going on. But it was something that we, we knew we had to do before the end of the year. We wanted to at least give it back to some of the fans that were really into that record um, and that still remembered us from back then. Uh, so now we're out in this tour and, and things are going completely amazingly well. Uh, there's lots of stage dives and crazy picking going on. It reminds me of being in an old school hardcore band from the 90s. So it's, uh, there's smiles all around from all the band members and we're just having the best time we've had in years. And that's a lot to say being around for 13 of them. Yeah, when when Howard left, uh, was Jesse at the top of the list for you guys, or was it just a matter of uh, making sure he was ready to sort of to you know go through this full goal with you guys? I mean, how did how did that really come about? As far as you know, I know you mentioned the auditions, he blew you guys away, but was it just a matter of you know want, having him be in a position where he was ready to do this sort of full time again? Um, well, it was it was more. Are we going to say yes to Jesse and then there might have been somebody else uh, that we didn't try out that could have been, that could have worked fit better? We just weren't sure, you know, there was the whole Jesse thing and Howard stuff, could he do it? That whole thing in the back of our heads. I mean, once he did it in front of us and proved it, it was like, hell yeah, he can do it. Um, but we just, uh, management put it, you know, the thought in our heads that we didn't want to leave any stone unturned uh, if there was an, uh, you know, any other options out there to at least try out. But you don't bounce back from, uh, from changing singers too many times, so we wanted to make this last choice the final one, and we wanted to make, make it the most appropriate one, even though the internet had already decided before we decided that Jesse was in the band, which is kind of funny, but I mean, that's the way the internet works. Um, but uh, he just, uh, when we got him in there, he wanted to try out too, which was kind of cool. We were holding tryouts in New York, and he's like, I want to do just like everybody else, and I want to get in there and, and show, you, show you guys what I got. We did trials for all day long from 11 a.m. till about, you know, around 4.30 or 5, Jesse came in, and we had already tried out a bunch of people, and we were just beat. We were just tired, and we played the same three songs over and over and over and over and over again, and they didn't want to play them again. Jesse walked in the door and we proceeded to rack out, I think we blasted out like 14 tunes in a row, just kept going because it just felt right. It felt awesome. So hopefully the 
was that like the first time you guys uh, jammed together again? You mentioned you just you went from playing all day to having him come back. Uh, what, was it just sort of that rejuvenation from from the first song? Yeah, it was just it just felt comforting. Uh, it was you know very stiff with other people. Uh, very oh goodness, uh, I don't know if this guy's pulling this off, but we're gonna continue with the tryout kind of thing anyways. And but from from that awkwardness to just like oh man, this is the way it's supposed to sound kind of thing. When you got the ball rolling with with Kill Switch almost 15 years ago now, can you talk about sort of the the landmark sound of, of of what ended up being alive or just breathing? So many bands and so many fans have have really you know attached themselves to that record and said how much it's it's meant to them and, and even how much it's influenced you know modern heavy music. Can you talk about sort of that that collective of the bands at that time that you guys were a part of and, and how that sound came about? Yeah, I mean, the original idea for Kill Switch, especially the first record, was you know all of our bands that we came from uh, Overcast, Aftershock, um, Korean. Uh, these bands were, were ten, ten minute, twelve minute epic songs, and we just wanted to strip everything down and do like three, four minute songs at the most, uh, just really fast and, and in your face. So that's what we pulled off for the first record. And by the time the second one came around, we knew. You know, Roadrunner was interested, and uh, it seemed like a farcical thing. We never thought a big label like that would ever be interested in a lowly little hardcore band like us. Um, but they were interested, nevertheless, and there was a, a giant um, new metal movement at the time. And uh, they kept saying that we were kind of in a last-ditch effort for, for metal, and they were just going to go all radio rock and stuff like that. So we're, we said to ourselves, okay, we're most likely going to get dropped by this label anyways because who knows why they signed us. Uh, let's just make a record that we can be super proud of and play for our friends and, and they can get off on it. And, uh, you know, we'll take our lumps. We'll put out one record with Roadrunner and then, and then that'll be it. And uh, lo and behold, what came out of us uh, turned into a career. So it was kind of rad that it caught on, but never that intentional. We just uh, It was just a lot of uh, aggression and frustration. We wanted to kind of just show off this thing that we were kind of developing. How has uh, recording the new record gone, especially with, with all the touring that you guys have done, obviously with Trespass America Festival, now jumping into this one with Shadows Fall and Akaro? It's amazing. It's been going really well. Fans have embraced Jesse, and uh, he can, he'll show you nightly that, that uh, he can pull off those Howard tunes like no other pretty awesome he does it he's not doing karaoke he's doing his own thing which is pretty rad as well and um, um it's it's heartwarming to see how many people are really stoked on it and, and really happy with uh how we've turned this thing around when you heard uh the work that he did with with adam on, on times of grace it, it kind of seemed like in the same breath of elijah or, or just breathing in terms of being heavy and having sort of that uplifting element is that kind of what direction you guys are going for the for this next record that, that's his style that's the way he writes no matter what we're not going to force him into anything else so you know whatever comes out of jesse is whatever comes out of jesse it's poetic it's great it doesn't have to be edited um it can bring tears to your eyes it can make you laugh uh we trust him fully with what he's doing um as far as if it sounds like that no it does not sound like that it's, it's, it's really aggressive we have been off the road for two years, and everyone's just writing some really fast, uh, hard rock, hard metal material. Um, so, no, it doesn't sound like that. 
for you personally, what's it been like to see uh, not only the success that you guys have had, but but so many other New England area bands, even a band like Shadows Fall that you guys are doing this tour with, to see the influence that you guys have had on, on metal and heavy music and and the success that you guys have brought to the table, what's it been like to know that you kind of came from from that scene? And as you mentioned, you never thought that that you guys would ever keep this going with Roadrunner. I mean, what, what's it been like, you know, almost 15 years later now to see the growth that's happened? It's, it's pretty mind-blowing. It's not something that I'd look back at yet. I think once it's over, you can really step back and kind of respect some of the trailblazing that, that happened between some of these Massachusetts bands. And it, it's very amazing going from VFW halls with 20 people to you know, playing download with Metallica to 110,000. It's uh, mind-blowing. Uh, it's, it's sort of awkward to think about right now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll, it'll do some weird stuff to you um, if you actually sit down and think about it. But um, I can ask for a better job. Uh, at least I'm not at a desk planted somewhere, which is probably what I would be doing right now. So just doing my graphic design. Um, it's awesome to hang out with my buds every day and uh, be on the road with some really great friends and that part's awesome um, as far as the influence goes uh, it's cool um, it would be cooler if people could take the ball and run with it maybe grow more with the sound maybe do their own add their own thing to it which I know it doesn't really happen so so often but when you do carbon copy bands uh, it tends to hurt the style a lot which uh, I have seen a few of that, a lot of that going on, uh, unfortunately. But hey, man, this is the, the way to grow is uh, a bunch of carbon copies and then someone will come up with something new and fresh and different. So hopefully that will be happening soon. You mentioned the artwork end of it. Uh, what what has it been like for you for you personally to, to contribute so much? To, obviously, Killswitch and so many other bands. And, and do you have any ideas rolling for, for what the new record is going to look like? And your record's pretty much done at this point. Uh, as far as the, the uh, I just got to throw the lyrics down. We just finished uh, compiling all that stuff. And, um, yeah, it was incredibly fun as usual. It's like a, this giant, all-encompassing artwork project for me. I was able to real life items and take photos and then bring those into Photoshop and, and do stuff with them. And just run our balls around fire and burning things, which is really fun, especially at nighttime when you have lighter fluid and use burning the crap out of everything you can find. Uh, that was pretty rad. And uh, the last thing I'll ask you, Mike, and thanks again for, for taking some time with me today, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, as far as uh, the touring end is gone, I mean, I know you guys are pretty fresh uh, into this alive or just breathing cycle. But even going back to this summer when you guys were on that massive tour with all these bands, what was that like when you're going on stage every night and having the original lineup that you guys had from from ten years ago with alive or just breathing? I mean, could you ever anticipated that uh, you would come full circle like that again? Yeah, there was talk about it a long time ago that, man, oh man, when that 10-year anniversary hits, maybe we should think about doing something like this. And that's actually happened. Uh, we'll see a lot of happy faces on stage. You'll see a lot of, of us smiling and having an amazingly fun time. Um, hopefully the crowd is doing the same, but I know that us five guys on stage are having a blast. And, and we really haven't had this great a time on stage in many, many years. So, uh if you're a fan of the band and you haven't seen us in a while, you might want to check it out because you might just have as much fun as we are having, for sure. 
Well, Mike, thanks again, man. I really appreciate you taking the time today, especially with uh, as many talents as you guys are bouncing around to right now. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. All right, all right. That was Mike D from Kill Switch Engage, everybody. Their bassist. If it weren't for him, you might not have had Kill Switch Engage. He was the guy that pretty much got the ball rolling with that band back in 1999 in Massachusetts and helped find the right cast of characters from other area mass metal bands to help bring it together. And, uh, man, it was, Mike, I mean, it's it's been a pretty good year for me personally, and it was so cool that this ended up happening um, for this interview because... As soon as I saw that these guys were coming through Toledo, I jumped on it. And it's just, uh, when you get to do stuff like this, I mean, what I do is truly what I love to do. And I'm slowly and surely uh, developing more and more courage to try to get my name out there. And um, Don't ever stop doing that. That's a good thing. Even if you aren't making money, obviously, look at me. <laughs> you know, you're, I'm doing what I want to do in life. You know, if, if I croak tomorrow, you know, I'd at least say, you know what, I got to do it my way. And it, it, the crazy thing is, is that um, there was so much that just kind of fell into place even after this, um, uh, just within like the last couple of weeks since I've, uh, not even a couple of weeks really since the story came out, um, I, the fact that Roadrunner shared it, uh, the link to the story I did on Kill Switch on their homepage was amazing. I thought that that was incredibly cool, um, and and it's just like, then talking to my, you know, my bosses and at the holiday party and getting to see everybody with Toledo Free Press. And you mentioned the holiday season. Like, it's just, you know, and, and I've got some exciting stuff coming up for you guys uh, on Bauman's Breakdown, so make sure you stay tuned. Like, really, since that story, a lot of things have just kind of fallen into place more. And I think it's, uh, for me personally, it's been awesome because, uh, you know, uh, this year I have battled a lot with myself uh, being my own worst enemy and just thinking like, man, what, you know, am I going to get where I want to go? And what am I, you know, and I spend a lot of time thinking and not enough time just doing sometimes, you know, sometimes you guys, you know, once again, I'm not going to get on my soapbox too, soapbox too much, you know, cause I'm a young dude and I still have a hell of a lot to learn about this life in this world. But sometimes you just got to do stuff, you know, um, and, and in my case, like overanalyzing stuff as much as I do and thinking about things as much as I do, you spend so much time thinking and it's just like, it's like being in a rocking chair, you know what I mean? When you worry, it's, you know, you're moving, but you don't really get anywhere because you're not, you're, you're not actually, actually physically getting up and just saying, screw it. I'm just going to go for this. And so, um, when, when this opportunity came about, uh, and it ended up working out, uh, to be able to talk to Mike D from Kill Switch, um, I was super, super excited, and uh, I was really excited too because you hear from Adam a lot. You hear from, you know, Jesse's been doing a ton of press now that he's back in the band, and, and so it's kind of, it's kind of nice to to hear from from somebody else in the band. And I thought that was cool for for my story to have a, a little bit different perspective, you know. And and don't get me wrong, it, I I love Adam and I love Jesse, and and I think that they're awesome guys. Um, but uh, it was cool. It was cool to talk to Mike D because, um, you know, I, I hadn't seen too many stories where he was the guy that whoever was doing the story, that that's who they talked to. So it was cool to get a, a different perspective. And, and like I said, especially from Mike, you know, he's he's one of the founding members of this band. 
and he's one of the guys that uh, you know really worked hard to make sure they had the, the right cast of characters from the get-go with Kill Switch, and they've had a couple of different lineup changes, but through it all, they've really been able to keep it together, and I think it's because those guys have such a, a really, really close bond with one another, and uh, getting a chance to see that live and in color in Toledo on December 9th when they were here was awesome, you know, and, and, and just just the energy that they bring to the stage. I have no idea how Adam plays the way that he plays, wearing short shorts and running around like a chicken with his head cut off at one point during one of the songs. He took his guitar off, started doing push-ups on the stage. I mean, Mike D's running around. Just it's It's cool, Mike, because when you see these guys live, it's not like, all right, you know, Mike D stage left, Adam stage right, you know, Jesse in the front, Justin in the back, Joel, take your spot. Like, they all move around the entire stage, you know what I mean? And play, play to everybody. The crowd was into it. There was a pretty good crowd on hand at Headliners, and uh, that to me is cool to see it live because it's like one of the things, as you guys just heard in the interview that Mike D told me, was, you know, this is we, we are having so much fun playing right now and bringing these songs back and – that's what I was getting at just just to start off this close is just that you know life takes a lot of unexpected twists and turns but if you believe in yourself and and you believe in the abilities that you have whatever it is I really think that you can make something happen I mean when these guys put this record together they had no idea that they'd be doing this 10 years later much less be one of the most successful and influential metal bands on the planet and for them to be where they are today and take a chance the way that they did and just make the music that they want to make and then to see them do it in person and and see how much fun they really have doing it It, especially when you're playing a show like i said basically every night this tour started in november and they basically be playing every day and in a couple of weeks there they they maybe had a day off in between shows but when you're doing this night after night after night after night and you're getting on the bus and you're getting on the road right right and you see these guys all the i mean after the show just the just the the mass amount of equipment that their that their roadies got to load up it's just like and for them to hit the stage the way that they did in Toledo and just absolutely deliver it's really inspiring so like i said even though it was a short interview today i i uh, for you those of you who are diehard kill switch fans i hope it was informative and and i hope for you it was nice to hear from Mike D uh, like I said, man, I, I can't thank him enough. I don't know if he'll ever listen to this, but Mike, if you are, thank you so much for the interview. Thank you again, Amy from Roadrunner for setting it up. She's been amazing and let me not only use these for, uh, for the podcast, but just setting up the interviews in general, you know, um, as a smaller publication, uh, she's, she's always been cool about, uh, you know, making sure that we get the press, uh, with, with a lot of these bands and, uh, you know, Trivium, Corn. And now these guys off of Roadrunner. Uh, so thank you so much, Amy. But, uh, but yeah, that's why, you know, towards the end of the year here, I really, I really wanted to give this one to you guys because uh, for diehard Killswitch fans, I, I knew that uh, you uh, hopefully would be excited to check it out. And by the way, the new album, it's going to be out in two thir- 2013. According to Jesse at the show, uh, I think they're shooting for April from what he said. So um and just and like i said just being there i, I didn't get a chance to to meet uh, any of the dudes from kill switch in person i think that they were pretty tunkered out at the end of the show <laughs> it, i mean it was great they they opened with a couple of tracks off of um the end of heartache went right into a live or just breathing played that in its entirety and then closed with uh my curse in the end of heartache it was amazing uh but i got a chance to meet 
uh, Matt and Brian from Shadows Fall, another mass metal band. And I got to talk to Brian for a little bit. And uh, he, I mean, just incredibly, incredibly nice guy. Brian was super cool. And then an up-and-coming band that, that uh, I hope you guys check out and that I hope to have on Bomb's Breakdown here soon is Akaro, another mass metal band. And actually, they have connections to Killswitch because their drummer used to be the drummer in Overcast, which used to be a band that a couple of guys in Killswitch were in. So, um, you know, it's it's just all these guys are just like they're like brothers, you know, and you could you could see that energy on the sh- out out on the stage and getting to talk to to Matt after from from Shadows Fall for a little bit and just talking to him about music and everything. I mean, he was just a down to earth dude and uh so so was Brian and so were Chris and Felipe from Acaro. Make sure you check them out. Their debut is called The Disease of Fear. I really think that that's going to be a band you're going to hear a lot more from in the next couple of years, but so it was just, I don't, all I can say, it was just this big positive thing, you know, and, and uh, it felt really good to do the story. Uh, it felt amazing to have it be shared on Roadrunner's website. Thank you, Phil. You're awesome. Um, it, and it's just humbling because sometimes I think we get so wrapped up in our own crap that we forget, you know, what, what really matters. And that's like the here and the now, you know, you can't, you shouldn't really focus on what was because you can only affect what is you know and I and I'm trying to tell myself that every day now as somebody who worries all the time and as somebody who has battled some anxiety and, and panic attacks and you know I, I've really I, I really try to focus as much as I can on the present and uh, focus on the positive things that I have in my life so uh, it, it felt good to just have this happen um, you know and, and and have the opportunity to do this story and, and the fact that these guys came through Toledo and killed it the way that they did and the fact that Mike D was so cool when we talked uh albeit briefly um it, it's just it's nice to know that you can you can talk to people at that level and I say it all the time to people when they're like oh you got stalked and so and so and so and so and it's weird telling people what I do because I'm, I'm a modest guy and I'm not a name dropper I'm not somebody that's like oh yeah guess who I got <laughs> to you know I'll tell my buddies who are also huge metal fans like me who I got to talk to you know what I mean? Because I know they'll be like, oh, wow, but I don't just walk up to people and go, yeah, you know what I do? You know what I mean? Because it's not about that. Right. I, I do this because I, I friggin' love it. I love m- metal. I love music. And, and and so when I get to do this kind of stuff, I, I just get geeked out about it. And I'm sure you can tell in the interview at the beginning, I, I was like, oh, so sort of, uh, sort of, uh, um, but uh, but man, I'm just I'm just ecstatic because it's just uh, for me personally, this was a, a great way to t- to kind of close out the year to have a, a big story like this and have this kind of opportunity and just all the positive things that have happened since then, man. It's just been uh, you know it's been good. The show's doing well. Thank you guys so much. I believe we're over 2,300 channel visits right now uh, on on the bombsbreakdown.podbean.com, which is crazy. You know, I'm, I'm happy that we're, we're starting to develop a, awesome. a steady audience. So make sure you guys check it out. Uh, and, and thank you so much for the support. Once again, you can go to iTunes and subscribe it for free, which is great because it allows iTunes to track, uh, you know, how many users, um, or excuse me, how many uh, people are checking out the show. And also that way you never have to worry about missing one. And, uh, there's going to be some some cool stuff coming up, and uh, you know I'm 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 just I'm I'm just so thrilled to finally get the ball rolling for this, even for this for a while. You know, me and Mike, I would talk to Mike about it all the time. I'm like, Mike, you know what? I think it'd be cool, man. To, I I really think a podcast would be a good a good venue to to kind of expand a little bit more on some of these interviews. So, and and I think we made the right call, man. Oh, definitely, most definitely, except when you sleep in. 
Well, I appreciate Mikey. Uh, you know, Mike's Mike's had a lot to do with where I am too. He took a chance on me with the broadcasting stuff. Sight unfreaking seen, man. You want to talk about faith and belief in somebody? He just told me to show you're, up. You're the best too. <laughs> two two years ago, over mm-hmm. two years ago now, he just told me to show up, and I showed up, and uh, we're still here. And we, I probably see you more than I see a lot of my friends. Yep, yep. We do a lot of work together, and there's something to be said for that. And it's so, getting better every week, every week, everything. So, so I'm I'm forever indebted to Mr. Mike Jameson, oh, and Jesus. make sure you check out his uh, check check out his handiwork at ToledoSportsNetwork.com. Uh, Jameson's mobile music, yeah, creative video imagery, creative video imagery. Great Lakes Golf today. The dude uh, is Toledo a Live, which is coming up. You'll be part of here, yeah. little by little, with yes. our music show. So it's it's basically giving this one to you guys today, man. I just uh, I, I was totally geeked out for this, as you can tell. And moreover, uh, there's just so many positive things going on with this band right now. And uh, I hope you check them out live. Make sure you go to facebook.com slash killswitchengage. There's still a couple of tour dates left on this Alive or Just Breathing tour. Um, I believe they're going to be with Periphery December 27th, 28th, and 29th. And Periphery is friggin' amazing. If you haven't checked their uh, latest record out, uh, make sure you do that. But uh, those guys are going to be playing with them. And then I believe Killswitch is going to be in Europe uh, at Soundwave, I want to say. Or not Europe, excuse me. <laughs> I believe Soundwave is Australia. Forgive me, folks. I'm a little tired this morning. <laughs> and I slept in, so I, I ac- accidentally slept in. So I'm running through stuff in my head right now, so forgive me. But uh, no, they're going to be in Soundwave, which that's that's the big one in Australia. And if I'm wrong, I don't care. Email me, okay? <laughs> sue me. So sue me, all right? But make sure you check them out, facebook.com slash killswitchengage. And as I said, don't just check them out. Check out Shadows Fall, man, their new record, Fire from the Sky. They're amazing guys. It's an amazing record. Facebook.com slash Shadows Fall. Facebook.com slash Periphery Band. Facebook.com slash Official Acaro. I, like I said, I talked to Chris and Felipe for a little bit from, from Acaro. They were awesome. They were hanging out after. It was their first national tour. They were signing stuff for people. They were amazing guys, and they're amazing musicians. Check out their debut, The Disease of Fear. Make sure you keep checking us out, too. ToledoSourceNetwork.com, ToledoFreePress.com. You can go over there and check out the stories that I've been doing. Even if you're not from Toledo, uh, I do stuff as as you can tell, on people from all over the country that come through the area. So, uh, uh, you know, I'm just so happy that this thing is going well so far, and I hope we can continue to build an audience. And we're creeping in on Christmas now. I think when this airs, we will be officially four days out from Christmas. So whatever issues you guys have had in the year with whatever it is, whoever it is, just, you know what, squash it, man, because it's the holidays, and the most important thing is your family and the people you care about, because I don't give a damn who you are, how much money you make, where you're from. The only thing that all of us have at the end of the day when we put our heads to our respective pillows are what we believe in and who we care about, and that's the only thing that matters. So during this holiday season, uh, I hope you keep that in mind. You know, life is very precious, as we all just uh, unfortunately had to rediscover again with the horrible tragedy in Connecticut uh, it, you know, to me, it's, it's on a personal level, I, 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 in a lot of ways, I almost feel like it's almost worse than 9-11 what happened there because we're, we're doing this to ourselves and it's, uh, it's a really sad, sickening thing to see. But if there's anything positive that can come out of that for all of us, the rest of us that still have all the people that we love, 
It's, uh, you know, cherish every moment. Life is precious. And uh, on that note, I just want to say thank you again, everybody. Check me out, Twitter, mbombin 5 and stay tuned, man. We've got some cool stuff coming up before the end of the year here for Bombin's Breakdown. Thanks again to Kill Switch. Thanks again, Mike D. Uh, you guys are awesome. And uh, I really appreciate the time. And thank you for Mike, the, the tour manager, for setting up the interview as well. I really appreciate it. So thanks, everybody. Bombersbreakdown.podbean.com. Go to iTunes. Type it in. It's free. Free, 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 free. I don't know how many times I can say that. Thank you so much. I love you all. And remember, keep the faith and be kind to one another. Peace. <laughs>